Boom. Lights. Magic. The fourth episode of The Joe Long Show is called Roads versus the amount there traveled. my cute little porcupines welcome to the joe long show this is episode four of the joe long show my name is joe long yes the joe long and this is my weekly show we are broadcasting today from the chief gorlack pumping in the first memorial studios in strathroy ontario and my drink of choice for this episode is a rum and cola and this rum and cola is served in a in a mug that has the the words no pants no problem so uh keep that in mind you can rate review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes Google Play or any other podcatcher you can also listen to it at thejolong.com I've really appreciated the feedback on the previous three episodes, but mostly uh, from the the most recent episode entitled Giovanni about my father. Uh, I've really enjoyed hearing feedback from that as it was a difficult one to, to go through. But, you know, most things that are that are positive in your life are usually a little bit of a little bit of a struggle to go through. So I've really appreciated the feedback. One uh, one piece of feedback that I'd like to share with all of you. Uh, was from a uh, one of my older brother's friends. Uh, his name's Adam Driscoll, and he wrote a blog post about my father in response to the podcast. So big shout out to Adam. You can find the blog post at myherovemovement.ca. I'll also leave uh, a link to it on the show notes at thejolong.com. So as uh, I had noted earlier in the podcast, the title of this show is Roads versus the Amount That They're Traveled, or something along those lines. And uh, if you know anything about American literature, you probably know where I'm kind of going with this. I'm going to read the poem, uh, The Road Not Taken, by Robert Frost, after the bump. diverged in Yellowwood, and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent into undergrowth. Then took the other, as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, 
yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost I have a bit of a pet peeve about this poem, and it has nothing to do with the, the poem itself. Robert Frost has a great, um, great rhythm to the, to the wording of it, even though it's a little bit of an irregular structure for a poem. What my problem is actually has nothing to do with the poem at all, more what we as people have put into that poem, or even worse, what companies i feel like the poem essentially is uh, has been taken and perverted by um by car commercials where uh, you know two roads diverge in a yellow wood one is a glorious highway that you know every car can go down but only the you know the the brand new 4 by 4 such and such can go down the the road not <laughs> the road not taken the road less traveled and uh <laughs> that's not what the poem's saying at all. The poem's talking about two options or and making a decision of one and looking back and, and saying, Yeah, my decision was better because I had to work harder for it. Or uh, it's stating that looking down either path, you can't tell which one's the easier one or which one's better. So <laughs> that poem um has that uh has that little bit of a thing <laughs> for me. But it it does kind of bring up that road less traveled kind of thing, which is, it is what it is. I'm not an outdoors person. I am a, a very much an indoors person. And if I was to take a road, I would like to take the road more traveled by. And I feel like that would make the difference for me. I grew up in rural Ontario, like I have stated a couple times. And I moved to a a larger center because I wanted to be in a larger center. Now, since then, I've moved to a more rural setting or a smaller town kind of setting. But I think my my heart would be in a in a uh, city type setting. But I do have some stories that actually can talk about both that road more traveled or that road less traveled. So today I wanted to take some time and actually share three stories with you. Uh, all of them from earlier on in my life, but actually this week uh, in talking about roads, my wife and I came up to an, an interesting situation in our life where uh, we have a, had a car. Well, we have a car that is getting to that time. It's over over 300,000 kilometers and uh it's it's a great car it works really well except we had our transmission go in the car now we had that awful decision that people that are pinching pennies have where we had to choose are we going to dump a little bit of money into this car or are we going to play the long game and get a new car and dump a little bit of money into that car well we decided we're going to we're going to keep on pinching the pennies on on this one. The car's been serving us well, so we're going to just keep on with it. But 
After the bump, we are going to talk about a few things. First, I'm going to share two stories about the road more traveled. And then, after that, I'm going to share a third story about the road truly less traveled. There comes a point in any man's life where he has to stand where the two roads diverge in the yellow woods. Uh, You have to make a decision about what kind of man you're going to be. And this happened to me in the summer of 2007. At that point in my life, I was in a band called Side Street. And we'll have a podcast later on in the season about my musical endeavors. And you'll learn a lot about them there. We were on our way to Brantford to play a show and we'd hit some traffic in Toronto. By I mean we hit traffic, we were stuck. We were bumper to bumper on the 400. And I was trying to make a reference uh, last night as to where uh, where exactly we were situated. And my best guess is between the 407 and the 401. But al- alternatively, I could say that I was close to uh, close to Finch Street. We were there about half an hour when it happened. I heard an audible voice, and it wasn't one of my bandmates or a song or a radio DJ over the the car stereo. It was my stomach. I needed to shit, and now. And now, I need to reiterate, the traffic was stopped, and we were not in a spot where we could easily access an exit. We were in a real pickle. I was in a real pickle. As a 20-year-old who... uh, did not come with a change of clothes. I was not in a spot where I could defecate in my, in my underwears. However, I also didn't want a number two in front of uh, a traffic jams audience. Now, again, there comes a point in a man's life where he has to look himself in the eyes and he has to say, today, you're not going to shit yourself. At this point, I meant literally. I took a deep breath. I grabbed some tissue and climbed into a ditch. I leaned on a light post and I dropped a mean deuce. After that, received a couple horn blasts acknowledging the great work I'd done. And I returned to my car. Moments later, the traffic started to move and we all carried on. But a part of me stayed there that day. And that part was my dookie. The next story takes me a few years later. I'd been living in London with uh, with that band, and I was trying to save some money as I was going to decided to go to college. So I moved home with my parents to get a summer job before uh, returning to school the following December. A family friend had offered me a, a week long job for his road construction crew. I gladly accepted, as it was better than minimum wage, and it definitely wasn't telemarketing. <laughs> I came to realize the first day of my shift, I wasn't actually going to be doing construction. Instead, I was going to be doing cleanup. Now, cleanup means trash duty on the side of the highway. So like a common criminal, 
I cleaned up the side of Highway 11 from Powassan to South River, and then back again. My crew and I had found the regular fare, snack wrappers, soda cans, and fast food containers, the odd carcass of a Brighton traveler who tried to venture across the road in the dead of night. It was rarely human. There were two items that we uh, that we found that were oddly common, and that I found commonly odd. The first was beer cans and bottles. Now, I'm not here to preach, but there's something to drinking and driving, and there's something to drinking while driving. People at home, and I'm sure I'm probably not talking uh, to those who participated, but don't be an idiot. You don't need to drink and drive at the same time. Now, the next item was one that was, uh, I feel like it was the most common item I found. It was we, uh, in the biz, uh, call a piss jug. Now, a piss jug is a, uh, a regular soda bottle, a, uh, a water container, uh, any type of item that is filled with urine, uh, while the driver is driving and thrown out the window. This is common amongst truck drivers, but I've also found that, uh, some of my friends like to do it as a, as a little bit of a, uh, a joke so they can keep on moving, but also, uh, have a urine. These were disgusting. We had to pick up these jugs and place them in our garbage bags. So those of you at home, please don't toss your piss jugs on the side of the road. Maybe hold them and wait to a, 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 a proper garbage receptacle and place them in there so that we can have all of our garbage kind of smelling pissy. After this, I'm going to uh, tell a story about a time that I traveled a road that was a little less traveled. To start off this segment, I need to tell you a little bit about my friend Ken. Ken is a little bit of a jerk. He doesn't have a great sense of direction, and he can be a little bit snarky at times. He has terrible timing, and he's just an overall faulty character. Ken is my GPS. Ashley and I had received Ken as a wedding gift about seven and a half years ago. Ken has been a, a loyal friend, but those qualities that I used before do not necessarily have the best, uh, they don't work well with a GPS. Ken is a real jerk. And we make, we, we make that known. When Ashley and I travel and we use Ken, we, uh, we often say, Kenneth! You're being a real, and then, you know, whatever descriptive word we want to use after that. Uh, my favorite is, Ken, you're being a real bozo. Ashley goes for the jerk, or uh, you're being a real dick right now is also another one that she uh, commonly uses. One time, uh, when we were traveling in Florida, actually, Ken had decided that uh, when we were driving, we should actually turn off of an overpass uh, straight onto the highway below. Now, I'm not one for suicide, so I opted to not follow Ken's directions. 
After that, he recalculated and sended us on a, a more positive route. But Ken does that from time to time. He'll send us somewhere where we don't want to go, or he will uh, send us to our doom. Now, generally in Canada, Ken's pretty good. Ken kind of has Canada under wraps. He kind of knows the way we travel. He's good at telling us, you know, a time, uh, how much longer, longer it will be till we get to our destination. But there was this one time that Ken and I had a real falling out. It was late one night and I was traveling to Rendezvous, which is an annual event that's hosted in November. And this was November 2014. Rendezvous is a weekend camp out with some youth kids that I have attended. This is actually my first year in about 10 years that I hadn't attended Rendezvous. And Rendezvous is a highlight of my, my year every year. Uh, the reason being is every year I'm in charge of putting on a talent show along with my friend Misty or my friend Sarah and my friend Josh. And definitely we, we try to go all out. We plan skits in advance. We, uh, do a little bit of a couple of stand-up bits, a couple of improv bits, but we try to make it a fun time for all of the kids. And the kids are usually pretty good at stepping up and pre presenting something awesome as well. This year, I was also playing music at the camp, so I needed to be up a little earlier than the rest of the kids. So I'd left directly after work at five o'clock to head straight up to uh, to rendezvous, which is in a small town in central Ontario, about four hours away. So I left directly from work. I had, uh, had my, my clothes and my music gear in, in my car. And I decided, Ken, Ken, you take the wheel. I'm, uh, I'm taking, uh, taking your direction. So Ken led me a great route. Ken, Ken was being on the ball. He was giving me directions well in advance, which is usually not a thing that he, he does. And, uh, it was, it was looking good. Today was going to be a good day with my friend, Ken. I took the road less traveled and Ken brought me there. It was, we were maybe three hours along the way of the trip. The night before there was a giant snowstorm and uh, snow had piled up. Thankfully, the snowplows had been through, the salters, the sanders. It was a smooth ride. Ken led me down a back road, but I knew that there were some back roads to get where I needed to go. But at one point, I started to think, Ken, I don't, I don't think this is the right way. Being a man of the 21st century, I didn't have a map. Also being a... Uh, uh, a cheap man, I did not have data on my phone. I was fully dependent on Ken. We went down, we continued down that back road for maybe 20 minutes. Ken had said, in 500 meters, turn left. I didn't see a road up the 500 meters ahead of me. I figured, oh, maybe, you know, Ken's just being a real, a real funny guy. As 500 meters became 400 meters, 300 meters, 200 meters, I saw a sign that stated, Roads not cleared during winter. I can tell you this. The snow was up to my knees, maybe up to my thighs. But I couldn't turn around. I didn't have anywhere else to go. So I took Ken's direction, and I floored it. 
through the road less traveled. Now, I could tell you that I ended up in a ditch or that I, a tree stabbed me in the face as I was driving down the road, and it, that didn't happen. There was smooth sailing, but it was awful smooth sailing. I took the road less traveled by, and it really sucked. Thanks again for joining me on the Joe Long Show. Again, this episode was called Roads versus the Amount They're Traveled. If you'd like to share this episode with friends, please feel free to do so. Also, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe to this show on any uh, way that you can download your podcast. I greatly appreciate your feedback and would love to hear what you have to say. Next week, we're diving into one of my favorite subjects, comedy. Bye. Bye.